Elias Diaz with the game-winning home run and the MVP award for the National League in their first all-star victory in the last 11 years. Craig Kimbrell shuts it down in the bottom of the ninth, and that's how last night's MLB All-Star Game went, and we got plenty to talk about in regards to that. Of course, a ton to look ahead to in the second half. We'll focus on the National League today and the American League tomorrow. We'll go off the board as well. You know we do that every day. We've got a fun draft planned for you. Details coming up. Sebastian Salazar on the Women's World Cup, which starts just a week from tomorrow. P.J. Glasser have sent it in in Sunday's bets in an hour from now. But welcome in. It is BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM. I am Chris Mack, alongside the original J-Rod, Jim Rodriguez. We are with you from 9 to noon Eastern on the BetQL Network, 6 to 9 Pacific. Be sure to take us with you wherever you are in the world on your Odyssey app, A-U-D-A-C-Y. And watch the show as well, twitch.tv slash BetQL. Follow us on Twitter as well for all the latest at BetQL Daily. And J-Rod, first of all, how were the travels? You, you went from sunny South Florida up to Chi-Town yesterday. Did everything go smoothly? You know, I am happy to report there was no issues. I didn't have any random people coughing next to me. I, I was on a flight last week where I literally had the person in front of me coughing, the person next to me coughing, and the person behind me coughing. And I literally said, listen, if somebody sneezes, I'm putting out a mask, and everyone's getting a mask. But thankfully, none of that happened. I got into Chicago. I beat the rainstorm uh, down here nice and, or up here, and uh, I actually... Uh, our our intrepid executive producer Paul Aspen. We went out and got a little deep dish pizza last night, so we got nice. some cigars. Go? So, so we went to Giordano's. Uh, you know, right. it was, it was, it, you know. So it was it was close by. I'm not I'm not a big uh, I'm not a big walker. We went down to the river down here, had a couple of okay. uh, oat oat sodas, and uh, and had a good time. And you know, obviously, just talking show. You know, talking about the show and prepping all all, all night long, but. It was good. Oh, oh, it was yeah. good. Working hard, right? right. Working hard, Absolutely. not hardly working, right? So, yeah, so the, the keto diet went to hell last night. I ate about a, a bazillion carbs, but that's okay. That's okay. You got to treat yourself every once in a while. That's yeah, the all-star it, break. It, it, that, that's a write-off. That's that's all business <laughs> expenses right there. All that exactly. shop talk you guys did at exactly. My preference as a infrequent visitor in Chicago is Pequods, but you guys kept it local and you kept it close, and there's nothing wrong with, with Giordano's yeah, as well. Yeah, it was good. So it was good. good work by you guys getting some deep dish on that trip to Chicago. Uh, man, uh, I keep saying this all week, but like we wait for this time of year. And look, it's why a lot of people take time off this time of year in our industry, right? Yeah. It's why the two of us are sitting here. It's because hey, Joe and And we Aaron, thank them for taking the, this time off. Yeah, thank absolutely. you very much. <laughs> <laughs> they took the week off, and, and here we are. But there is still mm -hmm. so much to talk about. Uh, yeah. We'll get into Alvin Kamara in a minute. Um, I want to talk Dame Lillard with you because Kate and I discussed it yesterday. But initial reactions to the All-Star game. Uh, we hit the National League uh, on bets from yesterday's show. We hit the under. We hit the first five under. Some of the player props didn't come in, but when you only got five runs scored, you're kind of picking and choosing, and you're not necessarily going to hit all those. You're banking on uh, big, big odds, perhaps cash in for you if you do hit, and you sprinkle a little bit on those. But we hit the sides, and we hit the totals, and I think we're happy about that. Was, was that what you were expecting, another low scoring? This is now, I think, the seventh in the last – I want to say nine games 
that would have come in under that seven and a half mark that a lot of people had up on the board yesterday. You know, that's why I always tell people that the, the MLB All-Star Game is the best All-Star Game amongst all the sports because it's, it's the only one that resembles what a regular season game would look like in, in terms of the way they play. So, you know, the way the, the games has, has been going, it's a fast game. Unders has is, is been the play. Three to two with all that pitching. I know there's a lot of hitting, but pitching always beats great hitting. Um, it, it, it made sense. You know, I couldn't believe that the National League had not won a game since 2012. That was, that was to me, the amazing part. Um, and it made sense in that ballpark, you know, in, in Seattle. It's, you know, we saw it in the home run derby. You know, we, we hit the under for the longest uh, home run. It, it, it was, you know, it was 485 and a half, and it came in at 484. So we hit that. Right. Next year, next year, I think we may get some runs. I think next year the home run derby is going to pop. It's in Texas. So roof open, roof mm-hmm. closed. That ballpark is a, is a bandbox for home runs. And I think we'll see more runs in that game. But it, it, it played to what we thought it was going to be in Seattle. Yeah, I, I think we did get a little bit of what we expected. So it's, it, I, I thought it was a solid game. It was a good game to watch. Like you said, it's the closest to, and Kate and I talked about this yesterday while you were traveling. It is, it's not like an NBA All Star game where right. each team's going to come close to hitting 200. It's not an NHL All Star game where they're playing modified, you know, it's three on three the entire time. Nobody hits. The goaltenders are just kind of there waving their arms around, not really Mm -hmm. doing much of anything. And it's certainly not what the Pro Bowl has become, which is a complete and total disaster show. Um, (laughs) Yeah. So you're right. It is the closest thing to an actual game that we get. Um, What the one thing that was interesting to me, and this was a big part of the discussion yesterday with Rob Manfred, and maybe we can kick this down the road to talk about later today or even tomorrow is Rob Manfred was talking about relaxing. We saw it in practice last night when Julio Rodriguez came to the plate, right? The, the home plate ump kind of turns around and says, okay, just hold off on the clock. Not yet, not yet. Let him have his ovation. And I wonder how much more relaxed we're going to be with the pitch clock, the play, pace of play clock, when we get into October. All-Star Game's different. It's an exhibition. I totally understand. But when we get to October and everybody has become accustomed to, okay, i got to be in the box at this point on the clock, and I've got to be set at the belt at this point on the clock so I can deliver in time. I don't know if guys are going to want to adjust to maybe – a relaxing of the restrictions on the pace of play clock. Maybe they will, but then you've got a weird, you're asking guys to not only adjust to the stress and the adrenaline and the compete level of October, but now Jim, you're also asking them to adjust to the same rhythms and routines and who's more rhythmic and routine than a professional athlete, adjust all those rhythms and routines that they became accustomed to during the season. Yeah, I certainly hope they don't change the rules because I've never understood this about baseball. I was always a big, you know, anti either have the DH or don't have the DH. You know, all of a sudden, you you know, you come to the most important games of the year. You know, if you were an American League team, I remember David Ortiz one year had to be playing first base. Uh, because he, he would have been lost to the Red Sox in the most meaningful, important games of the year. You know, all of a sudden, David Ortiz can't play in a World Series game because he has to play first or he has to play first base. So I don't hope they don't change the rules. The rules have to be the same. You know, I think the game still will be longer because I think the networks, their commercials, there'll be more commercials or more, there'll be more yeah. things like that. That'll extend the game. But I love the, the pace of play now. I think the guys are used to it. Um, and sometimes maybe they can't get in their own heads right you just 
hurry up and pitch, yeah. shut up and pitch, and let's go. Not too much thinking about it. And, you know, the managers can't get too cute with all these crazy uh, pitching changes every five minutes. So I always wonder what how, like, Tony La Russa would have, would have been able to do because he, he is the godfather of the pitching change, right? You know, he, he brought yeah. in all these specialty guys when he was with the A's and, and, and the Cardinals where you pitch to one guy in the sixth inning and then that's, that's your whole role. I, I wonder how he would do in, 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 in the, with these kind of rules because it's totally a, a not his game. But I love the what I love also about the All Star Game, Chris, is that when we get the interaction with the players, it works. I think in all the other sports, it doesn't work. So when you have Mookie Betts, uh, you know, talking to Freddie Freeman during the broadcast and busting each other's chops, yeah. I think that's the beauty of it. Because at the end of the day, ball players are like the weirdest cats in the world. They're just goofy, overgrown, you know, kids, right? And so they're yeah. teasing each other. They're, they're they're so that's to me that's what I really enjoyed about the game more than anything else. You know, all 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 the stuff that they were talking about, you know, how Mookie was saying, hey, Freddie, when I play second base, he won't talk to me. And, you know, was, and Freddie starts, well, because you're used to being by yourself out in the outfield. That's the kind of stuff I love, and that's the kind of stuff I enjoy. Yeah. And, it, and this good, is the really perfect vehicle for it, right? It's the perfect stage for it. It, it is. It's it, you're absolutely perfect. I, I know how Tony LaRusso would react to the whole thing. He'd fall asleep and forget the rules. <laughs> Too um, soon. Too soon. That's, that's what he does best, whether it's at a stoplight or in the corner of the dugout. Man is 104 years old. Leave him alone. <laughs> he needs a nap. He beat um, Joe Lewis, though. <laughs> how come every time? Anyway, um, before we go too far off the board and coming to America quotes and get ourselves in trouble, it is BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM. Chris Mack and Jim Rodriguez, the original J-Rod with you here. Listen to us on the Odyssey app, A-U-D-A-C-Y. Download it today. Watch the show at twitch.tv slash BetQL. So, also, in the headlines in the last 24 to 48 hours, Jim, Kate and I touched on it just briefly yesterday. I wanted to bring it back for a little bit more discussion today and actually let people hear the sound if they may have missed it, if they're not in Portland, and got to hear what Joe Cronin, GM of the Blazers, had to say just the other day about how they're going to handle Damian Lillard insisting there's only one destination for him and it has to be Miami. I think what I've learned more than anything is patience is critical. Like, don't be reactive. Don't jump at things just to seemingly solve a problem. Um, I think the teams that have ended up the, in the most positive situation post-trade have been the ones that have been really diligent and taken their time and been not been impulsive or, you know, the teams that really kept their urgency under control. So I think that's how my approach is gonna, has been with this and will be with this is we're going to be patient. We're going to do what's best for our team. Um, and we're going to see, you know, how this lands. And if it takes months, it takes months. If it takes months, it takes months. Thanks to the Blazers and ESPN.com for that sound. J-Rod, if it takes months, it takes months. I appreciate what Cronin is trying to do here and try to pull some leverage back in this situation where he has none. I just don't know how successful he's going to be when he also out of the other side of his mouth says, hey, we want to do – whatever makes Dame the happiest because he's what, what he's meant to the organization and all this. Well, guess what? To get the maximum value at this point, you're not going to be able to do what Damian Lillard immediately wants you to do. You're going to have to find a way to bring other teams into this conversation if you want to extract anything in any kind of deal. Listen, you know why this deal is going to take months? Hashtag slow talker. 
My God, is he a slow talker? That you know that 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 press conference took an hour and a half. No wonder these deals are, are going to take. I can see Riley on the phone. All right, Joe, this is what we're going to do. We're going to give you this. Well, it's you know it's, it's it's like that movie with the sloth at the DMV. It's like, well, we are really going. Come on, Joe. You know, have have an have an energy drink. Do something. You know, extra sugar. Listen, I think I, I appreciate where Joe Cronin's coming from because you're right. You know, how many times have we seen a franchise? player be traded and you never hear of anything working out for the team that traded them right you, you, they get a bunch of guys back or, or, or pieces back and i mean i mean do you remember who, who the oilers got for wayne gretzky no nobody remembers that you know it you know it it, it you don't you're not going to get anything back in return so i get it but i think it's also he is also lashing out in a way you know saying listen you put us the Blazers in a terrible situation because now yeah. it's not a seller's market. Now everybody knows he, he wants to go to the heat. So if you're Brooklyn, if you're San Antonio, if you're Chicago, well, you, what's the point of even picking up the phone? He's not going to come here. No matter what we give him, he's not going to come here. So I, I could see him. Yeah, I could see this being dragged out for sure because Portland, I think is sticking it to Damon and you could tell that there are some snipers within the organization kind of going after Damon and on, on social media and, 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 and then the regular media getting after him, which is, which is kind of, you know, it sucks because Damon's always been a good soldier, so to speak, and now all of a sudden he's coming out looking like a bad guy. Yeah, I mean, they, they haven't really built the organization around him the way he wants, you know, finishing in the lottery each of the last two years, not what a superstar wants to be a part of. He wants to be a part of something bigger. He wants to be a part of a team with championship aspirations. I appreciate that. And how dare you, James Rodriguez, besmirch the reputations of Jimmy Carson and Martin Jelena, who both went to Edmonton in exchange for Wayne Gretzky, <laughs> the superstars that they were. Enough said. <laughs> We've now referenced coming to America, Zootopia, mm -hmm. and the right. Wayne Gretzky trade all in the first 15 minutes of BetQL Daily. This, I would like to think, is why you guys love the show. One more thing I want to touch on with James Harden that we'll get into a little bit later. An interesting move on the future team odds for James Harden that happened in the last, what, not even 24 hours, like 12 or 18 hours. We'll get to that. We'll get to the Alvin Kamara stuff a little bit later as well because we talked NFC playoff picture while you were on the road yesterday, J-Rod. Kate and I did. And the Saints are one of those teams. They should be the default winner of their division, but how much of that gets affected by, A, a rookie quarterback in Carolina, and, B, just how much use they'll get out of Alvin Kamara. We'll get into that a little bit later as well. But with the second half hurtling at us, or at least post-All-Star break, if not the second half in Major League Baseball, we take a look at some of those team futures and what we think about them now alongside Jim Rodriguez. I'm Chris Mack. You are locked in to BetQL Daily on the BetQL Network.